The Meaning of Intraoperative Errors, Perioperative Nursing Perspectives, by Dr. Robin Shard and Dr. Melissa Tovin. Abstract. Medical errors involve different healthcare professionals, are multifaceted, and can occur at the individual practitioner or system level. The conditions for errors vary in the healthcare environment. Some practice areas may be more vulnerable to errors than others. Limited research exists that explores perioperative nursing errors. The purpose of this study was to describe and interpret the experiences of perioperative nurses related to intraoperative errors. We used the hermeneutic phenomenological method. Ten perioperative RNs participated in focus group interviews that we audio recorded and transcribed. We analyzed data using thematic analysis, and three themes emerged that represent the essence of the experience of nurses involved in intraoperative errors, environment, being human, and moving forward. The findings support efforts to improve quality care and foster a culture of safety in the OR through strategies such as perioperative staff training, interprofessional team building, and controlling environmental factors that are distracting. Patient safety is an important and widely studied topic in the recent nursing and medical literature. An increased awareness of patient safety is often linked to a 1991 study on errors in the United States. From a review of 30,121 medical records, this study revealed that 4% of hospitalized patients had incurred some type of injury from an error. The Institute of Medicine seminal report, To Air is Human, Building a Safer Health System, further escalated the concern by reporting that an estimated 44,000 to 98,000 deaths occurred annually in the United States as a result of medical errors. In 2004, a study released from HealthGrades reported 81% of 323,993 inpatient deaths occurred because of medical errors, which were classified according to the Agency for Healthcare and Research and Quality's Patient Safety Indicators, in the Medicare population. In 2016, Macri and Daniel concluded medical errors to be the third leading cause of death in the United States. Because of the alarming statistical data on the incidence of medical errors, practitioners from a variety of disciplines have sought ways to reduce and eliminate errors. Healthcare personnel have designed, implemented, and evaluated the effect of multiple patient safety practices on medical errors. One practice, the use of checklists has emerged as a strategy to prevent errors and is now widely used in healthcare environments, particularly in the perioperative setting. The success of checklists in reducing errors has been attributed to the ability of checklists to help healthcare providers improve communication, identify and act on near misses, and anticipate unexpected complications. Checklists also provide a mechanism to ensure the completion of critical tasks. An additional strength in the use of checklists is that the success of checklists relies on teamwork. However, despite the use of these tools, errors continue to occur. Surgical patients may be vulnerable to medical errors because of the multifaceted perioperative environment. Several variables contribute to the complexity of safe patient care, such as multiple caregivers interacting with a patient, advanced technology, and numerous instruments, supplies, and equipment all compounded by a non-seamless transition of care. Many of the practitioners attending to the patient, aside from the surgeon, meet the patient for the first time immediately before surgery 
and have little opportunity to familiarize themselves with a patient or the plan of care. This could predispose a surgical patient to errors, such as wrong patient, wrong procedure, or wrong site incident. Purpose of the study Errors are multifactorial and can occur at the individual practitioner or system level. Errors can involve different healthcare professionals, including nurses, pharmacists, and physicians. The conditions for errors vary in the healthcare environment. The purpose of this study was to describe and interpret the experiences of perioperative nurses on the subject of intraoperative errors. Research questions. The research questions for the study were as follows. What is the meaning of intraoperative errors for perioperative nurses? What are the perspectives of perioperative nurses on intraoperative errors? Significance to nursing. The significance of this study to nursing is that it gave a voice to perioperative nurses. The desire of nurses who participated in this study to share their stories may encourage more dialogue on the importance of creating and fostering a culture of safety in which practitioners are unafraid to report errors. The study adds to the understanding of medical errors and patient safety in the perioperative environment and may inform policies and procedures to ensure safe, quality care outcomes for surgical patients and encourage open communication among team members. The findings also provided information to allow the principal investigator, PI, to complete a targeted revision of the perioperative nurse questionnaire, an instrument the PI developed and used for a previous study on intraoperative nursing errors. Literature Review Researchers have studied and defined nursing errors in the context of roles and themes, categories, skills, and human behavior. For example, communication among teams. Researchers have also explored how nurses identify and prevent errors in the practice environment, for example, through simulation experiences. Several studies have focused on medical surgical units and medication errors. Teamwork has emerged as an important variable related to patient safety and errors. Perioperative nursing is practiced using a team approach in which nurses work collaboratively with surgeons and other healthcare practitioners. The situational context in which perioperative nurses practice must be considered. In a study on error disclosures, differences existed between team-based errors and those involving a single discipline. Some errors are clearer in definition, such as a retained foreign object or wrong site surgery, but others are more ambiguous and require additional clarification, for example, breaks in sterile technique, misuse or lack of appropriate equipment. Espen and others argued that errors defined in the context of standards of practice lead to sustaining an environment of unsafe practice. Participants were confident that a particular action was an error if a standard of practice was breached. However, if no definitive standard of practice was breached, participants were reluctant to identify the action as an error, sometimes referring to the action as an unavoidable accident or unintentional slip. Overall, limited research exists regarding nursing errors from perspectives and personal experiences of perioperative nurses. Researchers have focused primarily on medication errors in the perioperative environment and retained surgical items. Several studies have centered on the use of checklists and briefings to prevent adverse patient outcomes. Yang and others focused on the abilities of perioperative nurses to intercept an error before it occurred or mitigate contextual circumstances to prevent an adverse outcome.
Philosophical Underpinnings Human experience cannot be measured and is best examined through qualitative methods. Phenomenological inquiry, a methodology rooted in the philosophical writings of Edmund Hersel, aims to describe the essence of human phenomena as experienced by the participants themselves. Martin Heidegger, considered to be Hersel's successor, expanded on Hersel's phenomenology by developing an interpretive component. Currently, two main approaches to this methodology exist. The transcendental, descriptive approach that evolved from Hersel's work and the hermeneutic, interpretive approach that evolved from Heidegger's work. Hermeneutic or interpretive phenomenology seeks to describe and interpret the meaning of human experience and is congruent with the purpose of the study. We used hermeneutic phenomenological inquiry methods as described by Van Manen. Using this approach, during data analysis, the researcher analyzes themes, extracts essences, and writes and rewrites. The written text from the qualitative analysis results from the researcher's journey to understanding and recognizing the meaning of the phenomena as experienced by the participants. Methods The PI recruited a purposive sample of perioperative RNs. The inclusion criteria were RNs who were currently practicing in an intraoperative environment and had been for at least six months. The PI recruited participants either in person or from posted flyers seeking volunteers in several meetings held by local chapters of AORN and from urban area hospitals in the southeastern United States. The director of surgical services from one hospital gave permission to the PI to attend a staff meeting to recruit participants, and a research representative of the second hospital permitted the posting of flyers in the perioperative suite, but only after a revision of the Institutional Review Board application. Recruitment also occurred through a data access request from the Competency and Credentialing Institute. The Institutional Review Board at the researcher's academic institution granted approval for this study. Consistent with a phenomenological approach, the PI gathered data through audio-recorded, in-depth interviews or conversations with participants. In this study, participants took part in small focus groups to discuss the topic of intraoperative nursing errors. The purpose of a focus group in research is to evoke ideas, thoughts, and perceptions about a distinct topic and is characterized by interactions among the participants, including stimulus gained from one another. The use of focus groups is supported in the literature, and researchers have used this method in several recent phenomenological research designs in nursing and other health professions. Specific to perioperative nursing, Researchers have used focus groups related to the role of OR nurses in patient safety and perceptions of nurses, anesthesia providers, and surgeons on quality improvement measures to increase intraoperative patient safety. A total of 10 nurses participated in three focus group sessions. We designed an open-ended interview guide to facilitate discussions on the topic of errors that was flexible enough to allow participants to discuss what they felt was important related to errors. The PI conducted two pilot interviews before data collection to solicit feedback on the final interview guide used in the study. The purpose of a pilot interview is to identify ambiguities or biases in the questions that may influence the participants' responses, to determine if the questions effectively gather the intended information, and to establish the approximate time required for each interview. We made revisions to the interview guide following the first pilot interview. The PI used the revised interview guide during the second pilot test. 
no revisions resulted from the second pilot interview, and we finalized the guide. Focus group interviews took place in a quiet room, without interruptions, in a neutral location agreed on by the participants. Each focus group met once, and the PI audio recorded all sessions. The PI replaced participant names with pseudonyms to maintain confidentiality. All participants signed a consent form and completed a brief questionnaire to provide demographic information before beginning the focus group interview. The PI provided a copy of pre-focus group and focus group rules to each participant. Participants received a $20 gift card at the conclusion of the focus group session as an incentive for taking part in the study. Data Analysis A third party, who was not involved in the study, transcribed focus group recordings. The individual who transcribed the recordings transferred the verbatim transcripts to QSR International's NVivo 11 Qualitative Data Management Analysis Software Program, which assisted with data management and organization during the analysis process. We reviewed and compared the audio recordings with the transcriptions for accuracy. During this preliminary read-through, we took notes on early ideas for emerging patterns and categories. This analytic strategy is called memoing. After verifying the accuracy of transcribed data, we analyzed the data to identify themes as described by Van Manen. Thematic analysis is a frequently used strategy in hermeneutic phenomenology. We analyzed the meaning of each sentence to uncover thematic aspects of the phenomenon. After we completed this process for each focus group transcript, we noted the common themes that emerged and that represented the essence of the experiences of perioperative nurses related to intraoperative errors as described by the participants. Data saturation occurred during the third interview when no new categories or themes emerged. Findings The average age of the 10 participants was 53.4 years. The average years of perioperative experience was 23.6 years, and 50% of the participants held the CNOR credential. Seven participants identified as Caucasian or white, two as black or African American, and one as Asian. Six participants held staff nurse positions, one was an RN first assistant, one a CRNFA, one a clinical nurse specialist, and one a CRNA. Participants' educational preparation varied. Three participants had bachelor's degrees, two had associate's degrees, two had master's degrees, and one had a doctorate. Definitions of Intraoperative Errors The interview began with direct questions related to intraoperative errors. First, the PI asked participants to define intraoperative errors. The definition that emerged from the data was the delineation or deviation from standards of practice, which could lead to patient harm, such as wrong site or wrong side surgery, or a medication error. One participant stated, Basically, straying away or deviating from evidence-based practices that lead to potential harm to the patient, an allergy that's overlooked, a wrong consent, a wrong side, and medication that's administered incorrectly. Participants emphasized that error is something out of the ordinary and something that should not happen. Examples of errors When asked for examples of errors, participants provided several examples with some errors categorized into acts of omission or commission. For example, they considered the failure to conduct a timeout to be an act of omission, which could lead to a wrong site error, commission. 
Other examples included problems with communication. For example, lapses in information because of no standard form to guide transfer of care. Levels or rankings of intraoperative errors. Limited discussions surrounded the question of whether the participants believed there to be different levels of error, such as close calls or near misses. Participants mostly equated the differences to whether the patient was harmed, either immediately or in the future, as a result of an error. However, participants did express a fear of not knowing whether the error harmed the patient in the future, such as after the transition of care. Major Themes Through thematic analysis, three major themes emerged, environment, being human, and moving forward. These themes represent the essence of the participants' experiences in the surgical environment. Environment The participants in this study attributed errors in the OR to the surgical environment. Nurse M captured this best when she somewhat jokingly stated, You take a lot of educated people, put them in a room with no windows and fluorescent lighting, <laughs> interesting things happen. Participants described several physical, social, psychological, and cultural factors that affected their ability to care for patients. A physical factor that resonated with all of the nurses in the study was the high level of distractions in the OR. At times, they felt out of balance because of these distractions, including cell phones, electronic documentation, and music playing loudly on the radio. This is evident in Nurses A's description. The surgeon's yelling and the radio's blaring, and the nurse may be trying to say something or the phone's ringing and nobody hears it. Whatever the case may be, a lot of things going on and everyone in the room needs to be sharp, but it doesn't always happen. Participants also described a culture of intimidation. Participants said that they did not have a voice in the OR because of the professional hierarchy that exists in the setting, and they did not feel as if they were equal and respected members of the team. According to Nurse S., this culture made her feel vulnerable. I see errors occur when people don't feel safe. There's not a culture that encourages people to speak up, encourages people to feel like they're part of the team, that they feel as like it's just safe in the environment. The nurses in this study also talked about generational differences, a pressure to work quickly, and a lack of effective communication that attributed to errors. Nurse J stated, Communication is one, if nothing else, of the biggest reasons for error and hurryingness, rushing. Being human. All participants in this study believe that errors in the OR were often inevitable, simply because of the fact that they are only human. Nurse A stated, I think errors happen because we're human. Participants felt that even though there was no intentional harm caused in the OR, they were unable to guarantee a patient's safety because of human error. Participants were concerned that although safety measures were in place and staff members followed standards of care, errors still occurred. Being human means making mistakes. For example, participants related fatigue to being human, and in their minds, fatigue contributed to errors. Nurse D described what he perceived as the causes of fatigue in his statement. Definitely. Short of staff, not getting sufficient breaks, nourishment, hydration, everything that contributes to that for sure. Being human also means that the nurses were emotionally vulnerable 
and they describe their feelings after experiencing an error, whether they caused the error or another staff member caused the error. They experienced a range of emotions, including devastation, horror, anger, sadness, and self-doubt, best described in the following quotations. I've seen other people's feelings, and I've seen people that feel after an error occurs, cry, begin to doubt themselves, begin to doubt that perioperative nursing is for them. I've seen people after errors occur, leave. Nurse A. I remember telling my husband, I don't know if I can practice anymore. Nurse S. You just feel absolutely terrible that you were responsible for this person who couldn't speak for themselves and you made a mistake that could have been bad. Nurse D. Moving forward. Although the experience of OR errors left the participants feeling sad and vulnerable, they indicated a strong desire to move forward in a positive direction. Nurse M expressed this sentiment best in her statement. I think when an error happens, I know with me, with that one incident, you have to take something bad and make something positive out of it. To one, make yourself feel good, that, okay, this happened, it could happen to me, it could happen to anybody else, and start formulating a plan, a policy of something, if something can be written to help the next group of people behind you, or whatever, to make it better. The nurses in this study learned from their experiences and described several different strategies to prevent future errors, such as sharing their stories with others so the error would not be repeated. They believed that sharing their stories facilitated transparency and was critical to preventing other colleagues from repeating the same mistakes. Nurse J stated, Talk about it. Share it. Every single person that, not just at this healthcare system, but share it. Hey, this happened at our hospital. Don't let it happen at yours. Participants felt the need to look to the evidence to support and guide the best practice in the OR and to develop orientation programs for new perioperative nurses designed to improve quality of care and prevent errors. They discussed implementing specific programs to encourage standardization of practice and reinforce the importance of teamwork. Summary of themes. The overall experiences the nurses described were interactions between the three major themes and a constant movement toward improvement in future practice. The nurses in this study clearly perceived the environment and being human as separate factors. Nevertheless, they acknowledged that each of these factors contributed to the other. Because of their human nature, they were susceptible to the effects of the environment on their ability to think clearly and stay focused on the patient. Likewise, their human nature and their feelings, emotions, and frustrations contributed to a chaotic, tense, and even hostile environment. Although both the environment and their humanness contributed to errors in the OR, being human allowed them to reflect meaningfully on the errors and move forward to prevent errors in the future. Supportive environments, like-minded colleagues, and the aftermath of the errors themselves contributed to the process of moving forward through reflection, acceptance, and change. Trustworthiness of the Findings Trustworthiness refers to the truth value, applicability, consistency, and neutrality of the research findings. According to Lincoln and Guba, 
There are four criteria that qualitative researchers should strive to meet to establish trustworthiness of findings, credibility, dependability, confirmability, and transferability. To achieve trustworthiness criteria, we implemented several strategies before and throughout the research process. One strategy to achieve both credibility and dependability of findings is prolonged engagement, spending sufficient time with the participants and the data to establish trust and arrive at an understanding of the perioperative nursing culture. The PI is an experienced perioperative nurse, which may have contributed to an honest sharing of stories from the participants. Another strategy to achieve credibility is a member check, in which we shared study findings with the participants to confirm accuracy. To achieve confirmability, we maintained a detailed audit trail from the beginning of the project to document all methodological decisions throughout the research process, including the changes in participant recruitment and revisions to the interview guide. The co-investigator, a methodological expert, reviewed this trail through a process known as inquiry audit to determine whether there was sufficient rigor to establish that the findings had met each criterion for trustworthiness. The PI performed pilot interviews with nurses who had perioperative experience, but who did not participate in the study. The pilot interviews resulted in revisions to the interview guide for clarity, focus, and interview procedures, and contributed to credibility and dependability. Finally, to achieve transferability, we presented a vivid account of the experiences of the perioperative nurses, along with exemplars of raw data to support the themes presented in the findings. This description, along with the exemplars and demographic information about the participants, enables readers to determine if the findings can be applied to another similar context and group of participants. These methods and the criteria for trustworthiness of findings are summarized in Table 2. Discussion the findings from this study provide insight into the experiences of perioperative nurses related to intraoperative errors. There continues to be a greater emphasis on a culture of safety in healthcare, and team members are encouraged to speak up if they have concerns about patient safety. Similar results from recent studies support the main theme of the environment as a major cause of errors in which distractions, communication, and being rushed appear as variables. Researchers identify distractions, for example, loud music, cell phones, as posing a threat to patient safety, consistent with findings from our study. The second theme, being human, refers to the current state of an individual, for example, lack of knowledge or experience, fatigue, negative life events, illness, which can affect the incidence of error. Reason described framing errors from the perspective that humans are fallible and will make mistakes especially in the context of healthcare systems. The third theme speaks to a need to feel safe in talking about errors with colleagues, reducing feelings of isolation, and sharing error reduction strategies. Wu used the term second victim, such as the person who commits the error, in an editorial on the aftermath of a fellow resident's medical error, recognizing the importance of withholding quick judgment of others. Wu also surmised that other members of the healthcare team, including nurses, commit errors but have less ability to deal with the error because of the structural hierarchy present in healthcare institutions. The movement toward providing interprofessional education and team-based skills for healthcare profession students can instill a sense of caring for each other as an integral part of a successful team, 
which may be beneficial in addition to the cognitive and psychomotor skills necessary in today's healthcare environment. More focus on interprofessional collaboration and training could create a workplace that supports open communication and discourages intimidation and fear. Limitations. Limitations of this study included recruitment, truthfulness, researcher bias, and researcher experience. Despite rigorous and varied efforts to recruit participants for this study, we found it difficult to find nurses who were willing to participate. Possible reasons were that the actual topic of error is not easy to discuss, and some participants may have been fearful to speak out among their peers. The culture in which the participants worked may have influenced their desire to talk about errors. If voicing concerns or reporting an error is not valued in the work, if voicing concern or reporting an error is not valued in the workplace, then speaking up can be perceived as risky behavior. Hesitant to question a surgeon's decision if they perceive the surgeon as the expert or leader. The PI is a nurse with many years of perioperative experience. Although this experience may have translated into helping the participants share their stories, it could have introduced bias to the research process. The PI has limited experience in qualitative research, but the co-investigator has expertise in the methodology applied in this study. We use several strategies to establish methodological rigor and minimize bias, such as pilot interviews, an audit trail, data saturation, and member checks. Recommendations. The results of this study can influence clinical education, practice, and future research. Processes for written and verbal communication across the continuum of care should be standardized, consistent, and measurable. Using established tools and processes that train team members on how to anticipate and prevent errors can maintain a culture of safety despite poorly designed systems. Leaders should encourage an environment where practitioners feel safe to voice concerns about patient care. Leaders should also recognize the importance of respecting the concerns of team members and involve those team members in developing infrastructures to support safe work conditions. Providing a safe platform to discuss errors through peer support programs is a mechanism that supports the individual who committed an error and promotes an objective review of the event with follow-up. Conclusion Researchers should continue to investigate healthcare errors using multiple methods of inquiry, including quantitative, qualitative, and mixed-method approaches. Adding to the extant literature on patient safety and the role that perioperative nurses play will contribute to the growing science of evidence-based practices. Listening to the practitioners who are responsible for the safety of surgical patients supports patient-centered care. Future research should focus on developing interventions to assist perioperative team members in dealing with the aftermath of an error, which can take a physical and emotional toll on those involved in the experience. We encourage all perioperative nurses to share their stories about intraoperative errors to increase awareness, promote change, and improve patient outcomes.